You're listening to the Breakaway Breakdown Podcast, where we bring you interviews with some of the top ropers in the country, news about what's going on in the fastest sport on dirt, training tips for you and your horses, and so much more. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. Okay, guys, unless you've been living under a rock in breakaway roping land, you know that the battle for that last number 15 position to go to the NFBR was insane the last few weeks of the pro rodeo season. Okay, we had some of the best ropers in the game fighting it out for that qualifying spot. Now, it got really dramatic when Danielle Lohman pulled out a 1.8 second run to win Stephenville, Texas, just before the last few rodeos of the season. She won over three grand just off that run. After that weekend, it kind of came down to Danny and Josie Connor. Josie Connor was about $600 ahead of Danny, and she went all the way to Cumberland, Maine with Tonka and won both the rodeos back to back up there with 2.3 and 2.6 second runs to bring her total earnings to 48,138. And at that point, she had won enough to secure her position because Danny could not win enough in Fort Worth, Texas on the last day of the season to beat Josie out. Now, Josie just turned 19 years old a couple days after wrapping up her NFBR qualification. And I knew that her parents, Jade and Wendy Connor, had been on this insane roller coaster with her all year long. So naturally, I had to give them a call whenever it was official and get their reactions and just see what they've been through this season. And I was also very curious because Josie's had so much success at such a young age, yet she still always seems humble to be around. She always seems friendly inside, outside of the arena. You know, she takes care of business. And I've talked to her before about how she views rodeo as a business at a very young age. So I was curious and I called Wendy and Jade to not only get their reactions, but learn a little bit about what they did to make Josie the competitor and person that she is today. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this short conversation I had with them. And hopefully you parents out there, it gives you some insight into what it takes to raise a great competitor and a great human being. Now, our Resist All Rookie coverage has been brought to you guys all year long by the folks who really believe in the rookies, and that is Resist All. So if you're in the market for your next felt hat, now that the weather's getting colder, make sure to check them out. All right. I know you guys don't want to hear me break down statistics. All right. I know you guys are probably hearing them. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk, so let's just jump right in to this interview. Hello. Hey, Mama Connor. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you feeling? We we are great. We are actually headed on our way to Fort Worth. The traffic's pretty heavy, but we're trying to get there. Oh, jeez. So. Who who's with you guys? It's just uh, it's just Jade and I, and that's Josie's dad. Awesome. I get mom and dad on the same call. Yes. So, how are you guys feeling? I know, especially the last week has been crazy. So, just kind of talk through what you guys and Josie have been through in the last week of rodeos. Uh, probably today, I would say relieved. Uh, the last two weeks have been. We've driven more in the last two weeks than we have all year. I thought we had a 
pretty light schedule while we were out there. I didn't let her go too crazy entering. And, uh, um, but then long drive home and had to hit a couple rodeos in Arkansas out of the way that we might not have normally gone to kind of trying to catch up. And then last week was just, um, never ever go to the four or five rodeos that we went to if we weren't trying to <laughs> catch the 15th hole i think we drove almost 3800 miles last weekend which is oh my goodness we haven't driven you know anything compared to that uh this year and so that that was uh, definitely uh taxing wow were you guys just like biting your nails every night waiting to hear how it went up in maine uh Yes, I was, and we didn't have very good service there. Her uh, her aunt was try was going to try to give us a, a play by play, but didn't get any service while she was in the stands. Had to kind of walk back out of away from the arena, so we didn't find out for a minute or two to after she roped. Uh, I think I can't speak for Wendy. I don't really get very nervous or anxious. Only every now and then, but the few times that I have not been with her, like there. And San Juan, I really get anxious just because I don't know what's going on. And I guess probably the safety aspect, just you know, if something would happen, you'd always want to be there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mama, how are you feeling? Uh, I would say all year I've been anxious because it feels <laughs> like we have been behind all year from the start since she was a rookie and, you know, didn't get in at the buildings and then when we left for california i think we were like 48th in the standings and it just felt like we've never really roped from behind like that i guess you know in her in her short little career and um so as a mama you you're anxious all the time i think i actually was pretty calm once she got to cumberland and once i knew her horse was there safely I think her dad's instructions were like, go eat some lobster and have a little fun while you're in Maine. I hope we never have to go back. <laughs> so I, I think I was finally kind of relieved once she was there safely and her horse was there safely. Awesome. And then, so let's talk about kind of your guys' decision to go out there this year and what the rodeo trail looked like for you guys as a family this year. I don't know if you're going to want to have this on the record. I was against it. I, I don't I wanted her to stay home and jackpot rope and junior rope because she's been sticking away so much money for the last two years and I know I knew that there was gonna be almost no path to profitability pro rodeoing. But it so I I let her make the decision but I wanted her to just stay around the house and for a couple more years and hopefully when they got equal money in the breakaway and it paid the same as the men's event, then if she wanted to go out there and um, what I kind of consider just break even roping, then I thought it made more sense when you get to the NFR and you could rope for real money like, like the guys get to rope for. So just being truthful, that was my take on it. Then when she decided that, you know, she, she really wanted to go her rookie year and try to make the NFR as a 18 year old, I guess I got, supportive pretty quickly and uh we jumped in the truck and kind of tried not to talk about that anymore just tried to get at the task at hand did you get did she make that decision before it was announced that the finals would be 
in Vegas just before the NFR, or was it still hanging in the balance? They hadn't announced anything, but through all the phone calls I had made and the people that I thought knew what was sort of going on, and also having a little business experience, I knew they weren't breaking a contract that they already had, that Mm -hmm. they had three more years left on. So I knew there was no way we were roping for equal money. And so I told Josie that at best, in my opinion, it was going to be about like it was last year, which is is still good. I'm not, I think this is a, everything has to get started and you start at a ground level and work your way up. Uh, I, I just, wanted her to know that there was no way she'd be roping for $30,000 go rounds. And I think that's interesting because I had talked to Josie this summer too. And she said that you guys had worked really hard from a young age to make sure that she understood that rodeo was a business and you had to treat it like a job and kind of, I'd love to hear it from your guys' perspective, how you kind of made sure she stayed true to that. And I mean, I think people don't realize that these girls aren't making a ton of money out there. Like you said, it's not still the best financial thing, but they're out there doing it because they love it and they want to be there. So what what have you guys done specifically, I guess, as parents to make sure she has a good grasp on that? When Josie probably turned about maybe 16, maybe 15, I opened an account for her and said, I think you're good enough to be profitable now. And if you run out of money, we'll figure it out come talk to me and since that day until now i've never paid another uh besides the things parents pay for um josie runs it all as a business and she runs it she writes down every stall she buys every bag of shavings keeps her own credit cards her and her mother get together and do her taxes before they send it to the cpa she has everything documented um and and because what I know is that I've I've seen this for the last 30 years, and I thought it was a broken model. I see so many successful ropers retire with no financial stability. And so I told Josie that I thought it was a broken model, that we had to do something to uh, change that. And I have no idea if what we're doing is going to be right or not, but I just I knew that what the majority of people did – wasn't going to work and so we try to be very vigilant on keeping up with her expenses and um you know working with our our partners our sponsors to make sure she's keeping up her end of the deal so uh, i think that's key i think i don't know how you can that's the only way in my opinion a breakaway roper can even be ahead right now unless possibly martha's had a phenomenal year I'm, i'm sure you know, she's making some money just on in arena earnings, but it's just, it's hard if you just don't have that type of magical season. I think the jackpots are the key. I mean, I can tell you for Josie this year, if, if we've won 50,000 pro rodeo and she's won three times that jackpot and junior open and stuff, like that's where the money's at. That's why I was in, you know, in, encouraging. And I understand, I understand why everyone wants to get out there and rodeo. Uh, Everyone wants to keep score. It's competition. I'm, I 100% understand that. But we had two years left to open 19 and under events. And, heck, we actually she won more in one week at a junior event than we won all year pro rodeo. And she won 60000 during the American Junior Open. So I just wanted to make sure that she was aware of, um, you know, the, the money difference. And then, like I said, I, I 100% understood 
and was supportive when she decided that this is what she wanted to do. Mm. I honestly think that's awesome because I know you guys might not love talking about it, but I think there's a lot of parents that do need to hear that and need to understand that you don't have to go broke to get your kid to the top. And that's not necessarily probably the best example for them. Yeah, and, and when I don't, I don't want to bash the pro rodeos and say there's no money in it. And because it, it, it we are at the ground level. And what I mm-hmm. do know is I saw a graphic on the Cowboy Channel the, the, the last three years, you know, they started off with this many rodeos and then the next year they had double and then this year maybe double that like it's going to get really good one day in my opinion and i really hope it is i'm not bashing i think a lot of people are doing the best they can committees and sponsors and but uh i just that's the way i saw it so i wanted to give josie my perspective on it and i thought wendy kind of probably thought the same way as i did well, I mean, just like last year, Taylor Hanchy got in with around 24000 and this year it took Josie, you know, over 48000 So we know it doubled this year. That's huge. <laughs> Correct. Also, I was talking to Wendy the other day, and she made the comment that to you guys, it was more important to have a good person than a good roper at the end of it. Um, that'll never change. That'll, that, that's that'll something his parents said for us will never change um i i think Wendy and i both uh are more excited to get a compliment when someone tells us that you know that she's a good kid or a nice person or she spoke to their kid and was encouraging or something like that as a whole lot more gratifying to me than when someone says boy that was a great run she made at salt lake city i probably get more excited for the other stuff I think that's awesome. What are some tips that you guys would have for parents to make sure they're keeping their kids grounded and make sure they're staying focused on the person, not the roper? It's pretty easy to stay grounded as hard as it is to win. <laughs> Let the rodeo do it to them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just being honest, uh, it's it's a... If, if you go out there and pro rodeo much with the luck of the draw and the tough setups and 170 girls everywhere, it's not hard to stay grounded. Uh, so, Ken, what I would say is the same thing we've told Josie your whole life is, you know, roping is something we do as a family because we absolutely have loved it. We never envisioned any of this for a breakaway roper. Um, roping will just be something we do together as a family, it'll, we never want it to be who Josie is. And do you guys think that there's anything that could compare, like that can prepare those kids for pro rodeo out there? Or is it just something they've got to figure out? I I think everything and everything from the junior levels, um, definitely prepares them. I, I, I mean, I actually think that they're, 10 other girls in the 19 and under right now in Texas that um, would, are going to step right into the pros and be competitive. Not, I'm not saying they're going to beat Martha Angelone every day by any means, but, I mean, you saw Haley Williams stepped right in there and Brady Good stepped in when she got out in Jordy. Like the, uh, those, those younger girls, and, and I think guys, too, um, uh, 
Riley Webb's, Josie Connors, uh, Harley Pryor's coming up. They've had the opportunity to open so many big money situations that I think that, that it's a fairly smooth transition into the pros. I, I will say Josie did struggle with that this year. Um, she, she made three mistakes and three major short rounds that, that I wasn't expecting her to make because it seems like she's been in so many of those tight situations in the junior events or, or even the big open ropings. You know, high call went in the BFI or the Oklahoma's richest or any of that. And we struggled this year at the pros. So it is a little different. I think when you factor in the, the pressure of being at a pro rodeo, maybe being on TV, uh, trying to keep score for the standings. I mean, I do think there will be a transition period. Uh, Riley Webb struggled with it some this year too he looked like he figured it out pretty good by the end of the year but um i think there's so many youth events uh those kids come in um i think they come in pretty polished as compared to 10 years ago i think it'd have been more of a struggle because there wasn't so many big youth events and so she had an injury partway through the season. What did that recovery process look like, and what made her decide to get back to it, or was it just she was lasered in on the finals? I think so. After Salt Lake City had her good night at the WCRA, and then we, we stopped at Cheyenne the next day and did not have any luck. Uh, Calf ran, and she ran him a long ways and missed him. So she's probably a little bummed out about that because Cheyenne was a – a big rodeo, you know, if you could win 20000 there, you could maybe coast for the rest of the year. And then at a youth event, the next day, uh, she was warming her horse up, and it slipped, trotting a circle, and broadside and fell on her. Broke Ooh. a bone where the big toe connects to the foot. It broke clean break, and it broke it into the joint right there. And so, um, and sprained her ankle. So we came home. They put her in the air cast. And uh, three first two weeks, she didn't say much about it because it was pretty. I think a lot of discomfort. And then about the third week is when uh, I think Clay Smith was on TV roping in a cast, <laughs> and um, it was just got unbearable after that for about three <laughs> days. And finally, I told her to go outside and rope on the uh, the iron horse, sort similar to a speed trainer mm -hmm. and see if she could put some weight in her walking boot. And so she could, and we ran two calves at home and we left the next day. And, and then we roped with three for three weeks. So three weeks at home and then rope three weeks in the walking boot. And, and she really struggled in the boot the first two weeks for sure. She couldn't stand up very good and she was missing, and foul rope and a lot of calves. She she really kind of struggled. So uh, luckily we got a couple checks, but not many, you know. But she really did struggle for those two two weeks in a boot. So we're blaming Clay Smith for it. <laughs> that jerk. That, that uh, when she saw that that night on TV, that she was pretty much. And then also, I think they kind of passed her up in the rookie that week, maybe. And I think so, that was the week she got bombed. And so, yeah, it, it she hadn't said too much up until that point, but but she probably got bumped in the rookie and Clay Smith, Clay won Dodge City, and she, yeah, yeah, it was kind of pretty much it's time <laughs> to go from there on out. So, how did she? Was there a mental change that pulled her out of it, or was it not having the pain in her foot as much? 
I don't know. You mean to actually start her winning? No, yeah, like when she was not having luck and then turned it around a little bit. So I don't think that it was it was too painful. I don't. I just mm-hmm. think that breakaway, especially when you weigh 80 or 90 pounds like Josie does, is mm-hmm. so much fundamentals, and you have to have stirrup pressure, and you have to be up in the front of the saddle, and you have to use your legs and your core and everything to, to get the rope to the calf because she's so small. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just couldn't do it, honestly. Uh, if you would go back and watch some of those videos – um, she's blown back in the back of the saddle and we were missing, we missed like three calves the first week and they all hit in the middle of the calves back, you know, like didn't have enough strength kind of to, to get mm-hmm. it there. And I'm not trying to make an excuse. Oh no. Was she just, holding the horn or anything or was she trying to rope her normal style? She tried to rope the normal style and, uh, the, the Dutch horse, uh, it just wasn't working. So, I suggested that she get back on Tonka, and she kind of got on him the week of San Juan and got a check or two uh, just because he was a little more free-running and he was smaller, easier for her to ride. And then about the time, I guess she took her boot off at Pialop, and that's a she rode Tonka the first round and not no fault of his. And no fault of the boots or injuries. Josie mm-hmm. just did not do good. Uh, scored bad, wrote bad, drew bad, and uh, then got on Dutch in the second round. And uh, um, it seemed like kind of things started placed there and then did not have a chance at Pendleton. Just had a calf with a terrible track record, outran everybody, and it outran her too. She pulled up, and then I think she placed it eight out of the next ten. So I think once she got the boot off and got back on Dutch. Um, but I also think too – she knew that if she wanted to make the NFR, she had zero room for error, basically, you know, for the last two weeks. I think she got pretty focused and she felt like she could ride a little better without the boot. I think that gave her confidence. And I think she said, I think she thought that she had no room for error, that if she wanted to make the NFR, she probably couldn't make very many mistakes from here on out. Mm-hmm. And this might be this might be a mama question. Um, I know that like people might not realize that all the girls out there that are fighting on the bubble, you guys are all still friends. And you know she's been so close with Jackie and and Danny. And I know you guys are close with all those girls. So can you just speak to what it's like watching them all fight for it? Man, it, it's really hard because you know doing this for the last several years with Josie. You know, I video these girls. We we help each other when we can. And, you know, as, from a mama's perspective, it, it it's hurtful. Like, I, I didn't want Danielle to do bad at Stephenville. I wanted her to make her run, you know. Like, um, it's just, it you, you wish they all could be there because you know they deserve it. And, and I'll tell you this, just from being out there this year, I thought we were prepared. We've. We've rodeoed with Josie Hart, you know, amateur in Texas for several years since she was 13. And, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, we got this. The road's hard, you know, and these ladies are strong. Like, they are out there. Some of them don't have help. And um, kudos to them, you know. Um, I know Jay and I are exhausted, you know. And so um, we're blessed to be able to do this with Josie and – you know, are excited and, and, and hope, 
hope they all grow good. Like, like we don't pull against them. We just know Josie's got to go do her job and then see what happens, you know, and we hope they do their best and see what happens. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's been a roller coaster, you know, of emotions from my standpoint, from my, my point of view. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, the time we've got to spend with Josie and the memories we've made, you know, I've enjoyed that part of it. Awesome. So what do things look like from here? What is anybody going to sleep in the next month or are you guys just rolling right into some jackpots? What's, what's going on till Vegas? Well, uh, so we drove home from Florida and got in at uh, whatever, two or three in the morning. And then we sent Tonka out with um, Riley Webbs in, in his rig with Corson, the, the young man that works for Riley that was driving uh, for Riley all summer. I'm assuming you know that Riley is boyfriend a good kid he's and they you know he seems to really work hard at his craft and so um when we got home we Corson went out Josie flew out my wife went to New Orleans for three days of meetings I tried to catch up for three works worth of three months worth of work around uh, the house and um I did tell Josie and Riley this week that uh after kind of San Angelo Rope and Fiesta I thought they should really scale back on what they were going to enter between now and the NFR and we should try to rest uh, and get you know practice work out get get ready to go so if, if you're asking our schedule I told them that <laughs> I thought they should scale back a little bit now they do have some you know some good things I mean next weekend Josie has the circuit final or Hanchies are open the week after that the circuit finals is Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday and then we leave straight from there and go to Oklahoma's riches to match rope Jackie for 7,500. So we have a, like two big weeks coming up. And then, uh, but after kind of San Angelo was the following week, I thought they should try to uh, get some practice in and some rest. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you guys feel like I missed or you guys want to make sure that people know what it's like, uh, I guess, parenting a, a kid trying to make her first NFR? <laughs> Uh, it, it, it was fun. We saw, met a lot of, I think we met a lot of really nice people. Um, a lot of people were very gracious and, and opened their homes and their arenas and let us stay there. And we didn't practice a whole lot, but, um, it's, it's hard to do it without, you know, a very nice of a, of a lot of people to let us just stay at their place and plug in and wash clothes and eat and rest, uh, and met a lot of good people and uh, saw a lot of uh, very pretty places. So, I mean, if it, it was, it was definitely a stressful year for us and and long. We were away from home a lot, but I really enjoyed it. I, I thought we met a lot of nice people and got to see a lot of lot of cool stuff. I I would close by saying, you know, most people think rodeo is not a team sport. I totally have to disagree. Because I would say we had an amazing team and support system out there with us at home. And we couldn't have done any of this without all of that. Because it literally took a village to get it done. And so I think that is something that, you know, Josie learned that this season too. I think if you would ask her, 
she would really tell you the importance of her team. Awesome. Well, I will let you guys continue to fight the traffic. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I know you guys are pretty worn out, so. No, thank you. All right, well, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, girl, see you later. All right. I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation. I have a ton of respect for both Jade and Wendy Connor. Jade is an outstanding trainer, competitor, businessman. Wendy is a career woman and one of the biggest hearted people and such a great mom. So I have a lot of respect for them. I hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation. And gosh, it is it is time, guys. We are getting ready for the NFBR. This is happening. Um, make sure to check out a link on our site, breakawayropenjournal.com, to get your tickets. Go support these girls. They even have a great ticket and hotel room package to help give you a discount. And of course, make sure to check out um, breakawayropenjournal.com to stay up on everything going on in the industry. We're going to have profiles on all the girls going to the finals and just a whole lot of fun stuff leading up to NFBR. And of course, we will continue to keep you guys in the loop on various jackpots and other associations as they are wrapping up. So since we're talking about business smarts, I do want to make sure to tell you guys that Josie is one of our breakawayroping.com coaches. So check out breakawayroping.com for a lot of videos on how, you know, Josie became fundamentally the roper that she is and the things that she has done with her roping and her riding to get to the level that she's at. Like I said, talking about business smarts, the cost of breakawayroping.com is less than what it would cost to get a lesson with somebody like Josie. And you can start it off with a free trial. So check it out and we will be back soon with a full episode. Thanks so much, you guys.